Okay, here we are. Welcome to Quality Talks. Kathy Balding here, and today it is my great pleasure to be interviewing Ambulance Victoria. And I have with me uh, Nicola, Andrew, and Paul. And what do you call your team, Nicola? Quality and Patient Experience. Quality and Patient Experience team. So thank you so much, everyone. It's uh, absolutely lovely to be here. And the reason I'm here is that Ambulance Victoria has been doing some amazing work with bringing their organisation together around a set of goals for best care for every patient every time. And uh, regular listeners will know this is absolutely my thing and I'm even more excited to uh, be able to tell you that the original model that this was based on was the Strategic Quality System model and Ambulance Victoria have picked that up and built on it and improved on it and are doing some amazing things. So we're going to find out a little bit about that today. So perhaps Nicola, if I could start with you, what do you think was the driver for Ambulance Victoria to develop a new clinical and uh, clinical governance, sorry, and quality framework? Where, where were things at that you needed something new? I think I think we were on a reform journey and had been on that for a couple of years. We were reforming within the organisation in terms of some realignment work. Quality was brought out as a division of its own, really to focus and speak to the patient. I think this was occurring in the context of you know a whole range of statewide changes we've been seeing in quality and safety and really prioritising putting patients at the centre of care and within the organisation itself um, we were undertaking a new strategic plan and as I said we were on a reform journey ourselves and so really it was around connecting um, and centering those reforms around the patient. And what were you trying to achieve as an organisation by making these changes and, and taking a more strategic approach to quality care? I think we were trying to first of all understand what what was a great ambulance experience for patients. So I think our focus had been providing, historically on providing clinical excellence. And I guess I was interested when I came in to understand really what, you know, what did patients and what did our staff think was a great ambulance experience. And so I guess that was the, the start of it. And then really to try and infuse across our organisation to strengthen the voice of patients and the consumer, if you like, in everything we did. Our systems were provider-focused in language and we've turned turned that around to actually focus everything on how does this impact for the patient and how do we support that best care experience for, for our patients. Yes, and, and it's very impressive the way that everything flows from the strategic plan. You even have the four best care goals in the strategic plan, don't you? And I think, Paul, we were talking a little bit earlier and you said that you thought that that was something that, that, that people out there actually doing the work, the paramedics and, and the other people who support them, that they liked that flow from the strategic plan to what they did. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I think they saw that it just made sense. So the, the goals were things that they were... Um, they might not have known them as the goals um, prior to the um, prior to the framework coming out, but I think that that's what they were doing day to day, and that just made sense to them. Yeah. And to be able to then know that that's linked in with the strategic plan as well was really positive. I think um, yeah, yeah, people have liked that. Yeah, and and you've done quite a lot of work engaging with managers and frontline staff, haven't you, in in developing various aspects 
of uh, the framework and even developing the best care goals. How's that gone? Yeah, it's gone really well. So there was a lot of work done prior to putting this together, I guess, um, taking advice and consultation from a whole range of people in different uh, workshops. And then we've done the same going around to, to start having discussions even since we've um, developed the framework with different groups, mainly uh, sort of the, our middle level managers and, and senior managers. But the, the feedback has been, um, has been quite positive. And Nicola, you were involved in that right from the start. What, what do you think was the aspect of that engagement that managers and staff linked to or could, could see their, their, themselves in that? I think it was practical and so therefore it spoke to the work that people did. Probably the reflecting on some of the feedback more from corporate staff. I don't think that they had necessarily seen their roles in delivering patient care and I think through the workshops and through the framework itself, you know, we're very about that every person's role within the organisation contributes in some way to providing great care, to supporting our frontline to, to provide great care. And so I think that has allowed the strategic plan and then this framework to bring to life what Best Care is all about. Yeah, and, and that's... That's something I'm very impressed by because a lot of organisations, even if they clinically manage to gather people around a set of goals, they find the non-clinical people quite challenging to to bring on board. Mm. And Andrew, you you were saying before that you had been having some conversations around the SAFE goal with non-clinical staff. Do you want to give us an example of that? Sure, I think that it's about visualisation of our safety system. To be able to do that, really, you've got to go right back to the very beginning, and that is that how do we identify and how do we make it a safe place for people to be able to put their hand up and say, hey, there's, um, I've been involved in an incident, and that they can do that without feeling like a punitive environment. We've got a long way to go yet, but um, that's the start of it. And once you can start getting that information in, we... We then decided that uh, there was a need to have a much more responsive and dynamic way of knowing what our safety culture was. So uh, we instigated patient safety huddles. We've instigated patient safety dashboard systems so that really we've gone from potentially about one and a half months worth of notice of being able to finalise an incident that's happened that's caused patient harm down to 24 hours. So by having a systems approach to our safety, it makes it a better place for our patients. And staff too, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we can make it a safe place to report, then, then our staff are going to put their hand up. So where are you up to? How, how, how long have you been on this path? Well, I think we commenced probably about 12 months ago. We started having the conversations, I guess. And we now have, we're about to launch our final framework. Everything that um, they put on paper to represent best care and the way it's going to work in Ambulance Victoria is beautifully done. But I might be able to provide a, a link to it at, one, at some point once yeah, it's been launched. Yeah. That would be fantastic. But I think then we've, we've started focusing on how do you embed this in the day-to-day work of staff. And, you know, so we, we I guess, have identified areas, um, particularly in our systems, that we really need to strengthen up front. And so we've been working on our, our patient safety systems, our complaints systems, our data, um, so that we can get a far more integrated picture of how we're performing so that we can kind of identify you know, areas to improve. We're uh, going through a realignment ourselves in the organisation. And so embedding that in, in 
position descriptions, for example, mm. not just quality, but our, all of our operational areas and eventually that will we'll transmit out to all non, non-areas as well. So from people first come into the organisation that they will understand their accountabilities and their roles in providing um, best care for patients. Right, so that starts right when they come into the organisation, be they clinical or non-clinical. What's that, with, with their induction? Yes, uh, we're not there yet. No, but, but, um, but that's but the yes, plan. Yes, yeah. that, that is yeah. the plan, yes. So you you have to set the, set the scene yes. from, from the beginning. And then it's introducing into our um, supervision and our performance systems, identifying what the expectations are and then how people are performing against against those, getting the consumer voice louder in our in our systems, so looking to have more consumers on our clinical governance structures as we go forward because uh, they do bring a different perspective. Have you had um, consumer engagement in defining best care or? discussing it? Yes, we had community advisory committee and they certainly provided some good feedback and through their networks further feedback but I think think your experience also would show that the goals that were identified as what is best care are pretty explainable and you know no matter what the setting people expect to be safe when they get care they expect the care to be effective and evidence-based that is caring and uh, centred around the person and that we try and streamline and connect people to the response um, that they need. Yes, and that's good because I was going to ask you what the four goals were. So <laughs> that's, that's perfect. So perhaps, Paul, if I could ask you, what difference will best care make at point of care? Because I'm looking at Paul and he's wearing uh, a paramedic's uniform, so he's very well placed <laughs> to, to tell us this. Because... You can have these beautiful documents and the, and the planning, and I know all the work that's gone into this, and I know that the intent is that it really does impact that interaction between paramedic and patient. How will this help a paramedic in their day-to-day work? For me, if I'm providing care, it just consolidates everything that I've probably done between different patients but not all together. Okay. And I think so it provides a good package that I know that when I reflect on the care that I provide that um, I can reflect and think have I been caring, safe, effective and connected all together. I know that if I can do that, then that ensures that the patient has an exceptional and outstanding experience. In terms of working with uh, more junior or novice paramedics, it's an opportunity to actually debrief against some of those goals. Mm. So it's an opportunity to talk about, well, how did we go around our goal of caring? Um, Did we provide the most caring environment and caring? Uh, respectful experience for the patient that we could have and so on for safety, effective and connectedness. So it provides me as a clinician uh, a, a tool and also a tool for um, mentoring other other staff. That's great and it, it's interesting that when I talk to clinicians from all sectors, many clinician managers say it's such a useful tool for talking about our care. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. just, sometimes it's individual incidents of, of care that we want to explore that we could have done better and sometimes it's the package as you say so that's that's a really interesting observation what's been the most challenging aspect in terms of getting best care out there as this is the way ambulance victoria now does its business i think that's still before us to be perfectly honest i think one of the challenges is av doesn't exist in one spot yes av is across the state 
and our people are everything from volunteers who may or may not have electronic access and may or may not access to you know forums and, and those types of things right across rural Victoria and paramedics are rostered on on to provide care and so you know there isn't a crossover point at which you can do a an intervention to be able to discuss a number of these things so I think it's it's about, I think, clinician engagement is actually the challenge that we have yeah. in, you know, in, in embedding this. And so that's how important it is that it's right the way along the chain, you know, so that everyone is speaking the same language and that our our reporting is focused against it. Our dissemination of information around our review, you know, patient reviews and that we're, we're far more visible. Yeah. It's visible to, yes. to staff. And as you say, it's a statewide organisation mm. and that is some challenge. Not everyone's here in one building. No, far, that's right. Far from it. What has worked really well so far in terms of capturing people's attention, because that can be a really difficult thing when we talk about quality, capturing their attention, capturing their interest and, and perhaps their commitment. What's been, what's been useful? Uh, I think when we can get out and we actually meet with frontline staff or management and we're engaging with them and getting them to think about how they contribute. And certainly through that, we've got an internal Facebook site and so we're able to get information out in real time and engage with people in that way. So through that, they might contact Andrew, for instance, and find out what improvement work we've got, got going because they're interested in taking that back to their areas so I think it's using those types of platforms engaging with the grand rounds as well as another mechanism of sharing learnings where you can have clinician leaders come and talk about some of the learnings that we might have from our patient incidents and so that we can share that and learn for the purpose of improving improving the safe goal it would be yep. in, that, in that particular yep, that's instance right. so very quickly just a just a last couple of questions is there anything you would have done differently from the beginning, from the get-go when we, we, we had that first workshop with the, with the board, uh, the Board Quality Committee, you've come on a long journey. Is there anything that you would have done differently that you look back, Nicola, and think, ah, if we'd just done B instead of A there, that would have been better? Not so far as I, I think we didn't, we didn't get there in the end. In establishing and having that first conversation, it probably would have been good to, to have more consumer or community input into earlier on, earlier on okay. and more in a larger amount, I guess. But you know, in saying that, I think the, the goals that we've got will resonate and certainly resonators in, in terms of our feedback that we get, either positive or negative, yeah. about the experience patients have. Yes, and you, you've had great strategic leadership from the board and strategic and operational leadership from the exec as well. Mm. So I just wanted to mention that because that's obviously been a huge factor. It has been. And if it were just seen as a quality initiative, then um, we wouldn't we wouldn't be where we are and we wouldn't be heading where I, I feel like we're going ahead. It requires all the execs to be on board and to be thinking in their specific areas how to how to infuse best care and how does this make a difference to patient care and all of them are, are, are doing that and I think that's what brings it to life. Really. Yeah, it, it really does from, from an outsider's perspective, from me looking in. Last question and I'm happy to take a, a quick one from each of you. What advice would you give to someone out there listening who's thinking about taking a more strategic approach 
to creating high quality care in their organisation. They might become stuck in compliance and thinking, how can I take the next step? I think great care was being provided and is being provided by AVA staff on a day-to-day basis. I think best care brings that to the fore and shows us, but also identifies areas where it's the every patient, every time. The vast majority do get excellent care and are receiving this best care, but for some, but not everybody. And I guess the challenge is to make sure that the every person is part of you know what we're here to to look at yes and, and that's that's what this would help if someone's out there wanting to do that this, yep. would, this, this approach would help yep. gentlemen anything to add oh look i think that for me it's around improvement let's move away from compliance and actually say we want to improve outcomes for patients paul anything you'd like to add to that oh, look i think even for simple messages around caring safe and effective and connectedness don't underestimate what uh, it can bring to bring together a strategy around that or to yeah, that's a beautiful way to finish. Thank you, Paul. That just wraps it up. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, Nicola, Andrew, and Paul. Keep up the fantastic work. And as I am able, when you're ready to um, make your documents public, I will certainly provide links for people so that they can have a look at the fantastic work you're doing. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you.